This is Radio Parallax, a slightly different perspective from a slightly different view, with topics that include matters in science, technology, history, politics, current events, and whatever we damn well please. And now the host of Radio Parallax, Douglas Everett. Welcome back to the program. We had uh, such a good talk with Michael Bana, film documentarian, last week that he agreed to come back on this week's show. We will have him in our second segment where he will talk a bit about what it means to be someone who makes documentary films for educational television. And not just educational television, for the international market. And a shocking story. I don't know whether you caught this one when you were in the supermarket, but according to the weekly World News sizzling double issue, Saddam's weapons of mass destruction included killer dinosaurs. Yes, according to the paper, the madman evidently built an evil Jurassic Park, and Bush knew about it. I don't know. That seems about as accurate as some of the other reports that came out of the Bush administration prior to our invasion of Iraq. There's been no anthrax. There's been no VX gas. There's been no evidence of a nuclear program. And as far as I know, there's been no evidence of killer dinosaurs. We were sent some email that I especially like. I think we ought to read some of these to you. They're uh, things you should have learned by middle age. And I know that uh, not all of you are college students, uh, and if you are, you'll still get to middle age, so keep these in mind. Things you should have learned by middle age. Don't worry about what people think. They don't do it very often. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. All right, things you should have learned by middle age. Artificial intelligence is no match for natural stupidity. For every action, there is an equal and opposite government program. All right, things you should have learned by middle age. Someone who thinks logically provides a nice contrast to the real world. If you must choose between two evils, pick the one you've never tried before. And lastly, among things you should have learned by middle age, and this is a favorite of Bernie Ward over at the KGO, one of, uh, one of San Francisco's great uh, talk show hosts, It's easier to get forgiveness than permission. Here's a quickie from a Doonesbury strip of a couple weeks back. Um, They had megaphone Mark Slackmeyer from his uh, booth in the radio um, studio talking to a soldier over in Iraq, saying, okay, today we're talking to soldiers in the field. Go ahead, caller. Yeah, Mark, uh, you know what I think of Rumsfeld? Slackmeyer. No, but I'm told that I have to warn you that under Article 134, you may be prosecuted for making disloyal statements. Pause in third panel. <laughs> Trooper. Guy's a peach. <laughs> Slackmeyer. Hey, come on. It's just NPR. Who's listening? Let's uh, examine Bill Maher's spin on the recall. Maher uh, brought his uh, television show, Politically Incorrect, to Davis last year. Did this piece on an HBO special the other night. Recalls are for cars. Not California Governors by Bill Maher. New rule, no do-overs. Once you elect an official, unless he runs off with the public funds or gets caught with kiddie porn, you're stuck with him. He's the governor, not some dude you married in Vegas. Yes, in baseball, you fire the manager, but you don't fire him because it rains, and you don't let the opposing team choose the new manager for you, and you don't fire him between innings and replace him with a Viennese weightlifter. Here's why the economy turned. The dot-com bubble burst. The airline industry collapsed. We fought two wars. 
And Dick Cheney's friends at Enron gamed the energy market and ripped off the state for billions. So you can see the problem. Gray Davis and the obvious solution, a Viennese weightlifter. Arnold Schwarzenegger, finally, a candidate who can explain the Bush administration's positions on civil liberties in their original German. <laughs> but this really isn't about elections at all. It's about a congressman named Daryl Issa, a Republican car alarm magnate who wants to be governor and has spent $1.5 million of his own money to fund the recall effort. Think about that as the silver lining the next time a car alarm wakes you up in the middle of the night. I actually cut that down for broadcast purposes. If you want to go on the web, you can find Bill Maher's um, uh, complete text on that. I think Mr. Maher uh, said it pretty well. I'm not sure I can improve upon that. Uh, another comedian in the news, Al Franken, uh, is being sued by the Fox News Channel for using the phrase fair and balanced, which... Fox apparently trademarked. Yes, apparently Fox News registered fair and balanced as a trademark in 1995, and there is a lawsuit before the state Supreme Court in Manhattan on trademark infringement. It seeks to force Penguin Books to rename Franken's book titled Lies and the Lying Liars Who Tell Them, a fair and balanced look at the right, which is scheduled for release in September. For his part, Al Franken has thanked Fox for all the publicity, and of course, uh, his book, Lies and the Lying Liars Who Tell Them, is number four on Amazon's uh, bestseller list, um, just ahead of the latest Harry Potter book. This is actually an incredible story. In court papers, Fox describes the author and liberal commentator as neither a journalist nor a television news personality. He's not a well-respected voice in American politics. Rather, he appears to be shrill and unstable. His views lack any serious depth or insight. Well, who would know better than Fox News? They allege that Franken was, quote, either intoxicated or deranged, unquote, when he attacked the network and conservative host Bill O'Reilly at an April press co correspondence dinner. The lawsuit also says that Franken has been described as, quote, increasingly unfunny, unquote. Now, I don't want to downplay this matter. Here at Radio Parallax, we are, we are deeply concerned over the possibility that as time goes on, we too could become increasingly unfunny. <laughs> My God. Um, I don't know whether you're aware of this fact. Al Franken is appearing at uh, UC Berkeley um, in October. I, don't, I doubt very seriously that any tickets are left. But on October 23rd, Franken will be appearing at Zellerbach Hall. If you'd like to uh, attempt to order tickets, and like I said, I doubt that any are still available, but you, but you can call 510-642-9988. We've uh, taken the opportunity to snag a few seats already. We will be in attendance, and we will strive mightily to bring you the comedy stylings of Al Franken. We're aware of the danger that he really could have increased his unfunniness by October. Now, one candidate we are especially intrigued by is Ariana Huffington, the, uh, the former left-winger when her college days at the Sorbonne became an arch-right-winger when she was trying to run her husband, Michael. <laughs> when I think she was trying to run her husband, Michael, to becoming U.S. Senator some time ago, has now shifted to a more libertarian viewpoint. Uh, she's a bit interesting, and uh, we're going to try and follow her campaign avidly and hopefully bring her on as a guest. Our fingers are crossed. 
Now, uh, the California recall has intrigued people all over the world. We're going to see in the next month um, news people from everywhere descending on Sacramento to find out what is going on around here. One thing that's uh, intrigued people of late is the involvement of Warren Buffett in the Schwarzenegger campaign. Uh, the Schwarzenegger campaign, of course, is, capt- is, is getting far and away the most publicity. Now, Warren Buffett is a legendary investor, con- called sometimes the greatest investor in history. He's also the second richest man in the world. Buffett uh, is famous recently for railing against corporate uh, excesses, saying that these CEOs are behaving in a reprehensible fashion. But, uh, you know, you, one thing you got to say about Buffett is that he knows how to pick him. And if he's coming on board the Schwarzenegger camp, along with apparently all of Pete Wilson's old political hacks, uh, well, I'd say that looks pretty good for Arnold. The Bush administration, without uh, trying to seem overly enthusiastic, is clearly behind Arnold Schwarzenegger. What caught my eye was an article in the paper some time ago showing Schwarzenegger and Warren Buffett at uh, apparently the Rothschilds family Baroque estate in England in September of last year, where a gathering of top thinkers and financiers came together. Guys like Buffett, uh, you know, cross all the political uh, boundaries. He knows people everywhere. He was uh, apparently a Republican in his youth, calls himself a Democrat now. He's backed Hillary Clinton. He's a friend of Bob Kerry of Nebraska and also of um, uh, former New Jersey Senator Bill Bradley. Now, Buffett is not well-liked by the true blue conservatives of the party, and uh, this is an interesting battle that is now shaping up. In the Reagan years, uh, Nancy Reagan used to refer to the the true hardcore right-wingers of California Republican politics as the people who would drive the bus off the cliff with the flags flapping in the breeze. And although these folks were very enthusiastic about Reagan, uh, you know, Nancy and others always tried to basically pull him back from the precipice just a bit. Of course, conservative Republicans in California have been um, running the people that they like, and uh, this, I think, explains why the Republicans managed to lose every single statewide seat in 2002. So... They may be kind of realizing that this is not going to work to run the likes of Bill Simon. Rush Limbaugh told his millions of listeners that Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a conservative, period. The Christian Coalition is not sure about Schwarzenegger. Uh, National Review magazine has described the Republican Party as being very split on the issue. So let's do what everybody else has done already. Let's just take a look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, The truth is, we could do worse... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger says he's pro-choice. He's been very uh, upfront about that, which is just annoying the heck out of conservatives. He's been loud and clear in his support of gay rights, including adoption rights. He once told Cosmopolitan magazine, I have no sexual standards in my head that say this is good or bad. Homosexual? That only means to me that he enjoys sex with a man and I enjoy it with a woman. It's all legitimate to me. You can imagine how that's going over with the Limbaugh crowd. Um, He told one group that uh, he doesn't run around with a gun in his hand, that uh, I'm for gun control, he said. I'm a peace-loving guy. Now, he'd like to describe himself as an environmentalist, but of course, no one has done more to popularize the gas-guzzling Humvee as a car for ordinary citizens than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I believe they've named one or two models after him. 
Now, kind of on the downside, Arnold Schwarzenegger is good pals with Austria's uh, former president, Kurt Waldheim. Uh, Waldheim got into a bit of a hot water when it turned out that even though he'd headed the uh, United Nations, well, he was head of the United Nations, he also was head of the United Nations um, Human Rights Commission, even though it turns out on further inspection that during World War II, he had apparently, as an intelligence officer, participated in Nazi atrocities in Bosnia and was uh, apparently lauded by the Wehrmacht for his work. Schwarzenegger is standing by his buddy, Kurt Waldheim, and still continues to do so. And that, that does raise a few, um, few eyebrows. On the other hand, in 1999, Schwarzenegger told George Magazine that he was bitter about the frenzy over Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton, said the waste of time and energy it represented, quote, that was another thing I will never forgive the Republican Party for, he said. I was ashamed to call myself a Republican during that period. Now, I gotta admit, I find that to be a pretty interesting statement, a pretty amazingly sensible statement, the kind of thing I don't hear much out of, uh, you know, the Bill Simons of the world, or for that matter, any other prominent Republican. You know, I'd have a hell of a lot more respect for a lot of our, um, of our current leaders if at least a couple of them had made a Schwarzenegger-like statement, uh, you know, along those lines. Clearly, this is not a guy that, you know, toes the party line. On the other hand, in America, we always focus in on the figurehead, the person that's the quarterback, you know, the person that's at the head of the line. And uh, Schwarzenegger, like anyone else, has a team behind him. I would say actually more than anyone else has a team that's uh, getting behind him. The Warren Buffetts of the world, the Pete Wilson staff, the Bush administration, etc., etc. Um, you know, once if, if Schwarzenegger were to become governor and it might happen, it's really this team that's going to basically take the reins of power here in Sacramento, not Arnold. We, uh, we really shouldn't, um, shouldn't lose sight of that. Of course, I'm looking down as I'm, as I'm talking about this, I'm looking down looking at a picture of Schwarzenegger, uh, <laughs> description in Time magazine of his government experience, included serving as chairman of the Council on Physical Fitness and Sports during the first Bush administration, which I have to admit, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a tremendous physique that won Mr. Olympia like six times, but he, he did this, he now admits, with the massive abuse of anabolic steroids, which, you know, I guess if you think about it, really is a perfect metaphor for, you know, a Bush administration's Council on Physical Fitness. And speaking of penalty-free cheating, um, article out of the San Francisco Chronicle, August 14th. Big names in corporate fraud go free. WorldCom and Enron Corporation's chief executives, those, those who led the company into, uh, into bankruptcy, remain free of criminal charges. That's right. Bernard Ebers over at WorldCom and Kenny Lay and Jeffrey Skilling at Enron have no federal charges pending against them. I find this especially interesting in that we're about to have a recall in California largely over dissatisfaction over our budget woes, the architects, two of the main architects of our budget, budget woes, and that is Mr. Lay and Mr. Skilling at Enron, have no charges pending against them in spite of the train loads worth of money that they carted out of California with various financial schemes of dubious legality and certainly, you know, dubious ethics. It's Gray Davis, apparently, who's going to pay the penalty for their malfeasance. But I guess it's all in the marketing. Uh, apparently, you know, I was reading the 
Sacramento News and Review, the Bytes column. And uh, apparently Bytes is going to offer a free George W. Bush Elite Force Aviator action figure for anyone who can write in and give the most creative, original, or disturbing entry in the contest of what you would do with a George W. Bush Elite Aviator action figure. Have you, have you guys seen this? This is a, a one-sixth scale re- reproduction of George W. dressed out in a flight suit like the one that he wore when he landed on the USS Abraham Lincoln. I'm looking forward to see who wins that 75-word or less uh, contest as to what they would do with the action figure. Um, I'm thinking maybe we can make a little toy aircraft of the Texas Air National Guard and stick him in that. You remember the Texas Air National Guard? George Bush served like two years and then decided he was tired of this and was just going to do something else for a while. Well, don't try this at home. If any of the rest of you join the Air National Guard somewhere or are taught to fly jet aircraft and then decide to walk away from the remainder of your commitment, you'll go to jail, not the Oval Office. We are out of time on our first segment, so let us take a um, short break and come back to talk again with National Geographic documentary filmmaker Michael Bana about the work he does producing very interesting and visually stimulating documentaries. This is KDVS 90.3 FM, and you're listening to Radio Parallax. Radio Parallax. 